Welcome to The Ether. Today is Saturday, February 19th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Have you heard about the new Terra Invest Strategy Discord server Orbital Command spun up? If you're looking for a chill place to chat about different Luna stacking strategies or looking for some alpha or if you're trying to find the best UST farms or even if you just have a quick question you need answered, be sure to stop by TIS and say hi to the Orbital Command gang. Hell, I'm even in there sometimes when I'm not editing hours of CFI spaces. You can find me in that server chatting about NFTs and answering basic Terra Luna questions. The link to the server is in the show notes, and for more information, check out orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol and it's refundable and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we got a two-parter. IBC gang! It's the IBC Gang Lounge. This one's got Cosmos Spaces. It's got Sisla from Omniflix Network. All sorts of good stuff. Let's take a listen. So welcome everybody that's uh, sliding on in here. We appreciate you showing up. Hope everybody's had a good day and a good weekend. We're going to uh, wait a couple minutes and we're going to get uh, more people in here. Wait for Sisla and the Omniflix team to show up. Um, so if you guys want to take a minute to go ahead and share the room so that way we can get more people in here, um, let them know we're going to be talking with the Omniflix team and Sisla to get everybody hyped. And we should uh, also, we should also, um, add the, our telegram up here so people can follow us. Make sure you follow the Cosmos Basis Twitter account and the Cosmos Basis telegram group. So you can always see what we're doing. We do giveaways there also. So it just, it's a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun last night, especially. Lots of Wawa giveaways in there. Woof, woof. Yeah, let me so work on Tesla in the house. I'm sending him his invite to get up here. What are you saying, Eric? Uh, I'm gonna look for a tweet that has it, or just make a new one with the Telegram account. So I'm gonna work on that right now. Awesome, thank you, sir. No problem. So I've uh, also gone ahead and posted a little quick like update post from Omniflix. So in case you guys are a little interested on uh, what Omniflix is, who who Omniflix is. Um, you can kind of get a little sneak peek there. They do little updates for the community um, and post them on their Twitter and their Telegram. So go ahead and, uh, you know, look over that tweet really quick while we have Sisla come up here and, you know, we'll get the sh- sh- show started for you guys. All right. I just tweeted our Cosmos uh, Telegram spaces. So the link should be up here at the top. 
follow it so you can be a part of those giveaways and just part of the community. We have big plans for Cosmos Spaces, so we'd appreciate the follow. Sisla, how are you Hello. doing? Yeah. Hey. Uh, hey, everyone. Hey. Can you guys hear me well? Yeah, you sound perfect. Yes, sir. Okay. Amazing. Hey, everyone. Uh, thank you for doing this, guys. You know, for doing this consistently every week and bringing, you know, a lot of information, a lot of people together, you know, with these spaces every weekend. So thank you guys first. And uh, yeah, uh, honor to be here. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, if it yeah, wasn't for, you for uh, people like you that are continuously building and giving us things to talk about, you know, and be uh, excited about, you know, there might not be spaces going on. So, you know, we appreciate you right back as well, Sisla. And, you know, I think everybody, you know, whether they realize it or not, is appreciative of the work that you and your team does because anybody here, just so you know, if you've ever done one of the uh, staking interfaces for any of those, the new projects coming out, you've already used some of, uh, the tools that Sisla has built. So not only is he focusing on his uh, own project, Omniflix, but they're building a lot of public goods for the community. So make sure you give him a follow, make sure you give Omniflix a follow and follow along with what they're doing and support what they're, you know, what they're up to. Yeah. So, uh, so Sisla, let's just uh, kind of get right into it. Um, if you kind of want to give mm -hmm. us you know, just an introduction of, you know, a little bit of your background and uh, who you are uh, so the community uh, can get some insights on you. Yep. Uh, definitely. So, uh, we've been uh, working with blockchain since about uh, 2017, early 2017, and uh, you know, first started working with uh, the Ethereum stack, and soon realized that the Ethereum stack would not scale to our needs because uh, we were building uh, uh, you know infrastructure-based projects. So we were part of the early teams of uh, Sentinel. Uh, we were part of uh, you know multiple other teams that uh, have been working in the Cosmos ecosystem. And uh, since then, we've, uh, since about, since 2017, 2018, then 2018 was when we got introduced to Cosmos. And uh, since then, it has been a ride. You know, that was when we didn't have any tooling around the software. And look at us now, right? Like we have, you know, Starport, we have uh, Cosmos, and we have a lot of uh, tooling uh, within the Cosmos ecosystem that can you know, help bootstrap chains you know quite comfortably and we're very glad to be contributing to that and uh, in the last uh, four four years we've been uh, we've launched about uh, six chains uh, not six chains sorry, like six projects uh, some of them were chains some of them were contracts so yeah this uh, definitely helped us build uh, what omniflix is today and uh, yeah uh, personally my background uh, i've uh, I have studied computer science, uh, but I don't really code anymore. Uh, I represent the efforts of the entire team uh, across the wider community. So whatever you see, uh, that's not me, of course. It is uh, the entire team, and uh, it's a culmination of the efforts uh, across multiple years. Yeah, That's awesome. In true uh, Cosmos fashion, you know, the team making it work. And, you know, it's just exciting to hear that, you know, how much you and your team have kind of put into all of Cosmos before you guys even decided to focus on, you know, yourselves in a way. Um, so I know that's something that uh, we all appreciate from you guys. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Do you think uh, we should go ahead and uh, you know, maybe share some insight about Omniflix? Yeah, please. So, yeah, uh, Omniflix, uh, the, the core tech behind Omniflix, you know, we started off in uh, about, uh, you know, again, 2016, 17, 18. 
uh, that was when we were working with uh, you know multiple media organizations and uh, so earlier before starting off with blockchain we were working we were tech guys in a media company you know my founder daya and uh, you know some of the others so we have chetan also in the room so a colleague of ours so we were all working with uh, uh, you know within the media industry but uh, primarily you know we were tech guys ourselves and <laughs> media companies didn't function like tech companies so you know ultimately we had to you know make the move and uh, started contributing to open source projects and so on and so forth and that's when you know the entire journey happened but we never left uh, or we never stopped working with uh, these organizations because uh, sorry mr lordby yes you are yeah yeah i i got a normal call and i was wondering so <laughs> yeah uh, so since then uh, since uh, you know since about uh, 2018 we started working on what is now omniflix so the core tech of what is now omniflix so 2018 was planning the network you know 2019 was more or less involved in uh, research you know of course it, that was when you know we had cosmos hub just launch and uh, you know we didn't have a lot of the current standards uh, that we have within the sdk and uh, yeah uh, it was uh, funnily called freeflix Uh, not funny like we we thought you know the free in free flicks meant freedom but no one else thought about it like that everyone thought it was like a free version of netflix so yeah that's right <laughs> good change <laughs> yeah right so you know yeah for almost two two and a half years we were free flicks and uh, we even participated in game of zones which was one of the first uh, uh, challenges competitions hackathons to test ibc and uh, we were uh, uh, fortunate enough to have uh, you know this was peak pandemic time and uh, yeah, this was april yeah exactly <laughs> april 2020 may 2020 and uh, you know we were fortunate enough to have participated and uh, actually been awarded a, a, a prize for the best custom zoom which uh, you know where we demonstrated the ability for two chains to interact with each other where nfts were minted on one chain and they were sold on a marketplace on another chain and yeah it was not even a sale it was a license and uh, this licensed asset was again used in a broadcast on the second chain so you know when there was an ad advertiser that actually paid you know the licensed asset uh, the broadcaster and the original owner of the asset on chain number 1 all of them made money so this was the, all of them you know got revenue attributed proportionately so this was a model that we built and uh, you know yeah uh, the cosmos uh, ecosystem or community then uh, definitely loved it and you know uh, there there was this uh, recognition that gave us a lot of boost honestly and that gave us the confidence to build a lot in within the cosmos ecosystem and i i vividly remember that uh, there weren't many applications that built the ui uh like there was the protocol there was the code but uh, you couldn't interact with it as such so keeping that in mind we always made it a point to be able to build the user interface as well so that when people interact with the chain a blockchain they don't necessarily have to feel threatened that they're doing something you know that might break you know that might be risky or something too technical but they should naturally you know they should feel that uh, uh, you know the uh, web3 app is an extension of uh, 
no web to app so keeping that in mind you know since about 2020 even in 2021 we started building the interfaces uh, of all the products that you see right now and uh, yeah continued and in 2021 january we rebranded ourselves to omniflix and since then we've been uh, working on multiple sorry yeah since then we've been working on multiple things you know we uh, started off the year 2021 with uh, conversations with jack that has been a uh, excellent series uh, hosting a lot of uh, members from from within the cosmos ecosystem uh then we started to focus on uh, multiple apps the staking dashboards that you see uh, and of course uh, omniflix studio and the marketplace along with the core protocol yeah <laughs> yeah everyone oh sorry go ahead tricky no you good erica i was going to say like everyone that like i've come across is like always really bullish or excited about omniflix so you guys are definitely like great for this space and uh, you can tell that you guys are really passionate about what you're doing and you really care about the community so uh, i'm really excited about it like Everyone who I look up to in the space is always speaking so well of you guys and so I'm definitely happy you guys are here. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Uh it, it has been quite the ride uh you know building with the community and getting support from the community. So we are very glad to to be part of the ecosystem. Yes, yeah, so you guys just kind of uh, <clears throat> completed your like one of your most recent test nets. Um so I can attest, you know, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm sure a lot of people in the crowd use it as well, but it's just so easy to get in there and use it, you know, to mint NFTs, to navigate around, and you can totally tell that you get you kept the user experience in there as well so that, you know, it's a an easy and smooth interaction and it's not just like intimidating like you said. Um so it it like it was a really successful. I was looking at some of the stats like so many NFTs were minted on there. There was people that were making even NFTs that they were that was that were special to them and are still unique and I feel like people still value even though they were test net <laughs> NFTs. Um so that's like one thing too is that there's so much focus on just the NFT side, but I feel like Omniflix is so much more than that. Um can you kind of go into the other things that Omniflix would be doing besides just, you know, being able to mint and have an NFT marketplace? Hey, uh thank you. Uh <laughs> like yeah, uh Tricky, you've been in the Telegram groups, you know, even before all this started. So you know how it all went. Uh, yeah, uh, Omniflix is a, in simple words, is a P2P network for creators and communities. And uh, why we focused on creators and communities? In our sense, uh, I won't say everyone is a creator, but everyone has the potential to be a creator. in multiple ways you know we all keep creating text content tweets you know we all keep you know we might not create video or audio content uh, but memes you know images and so on and so forth um, even in that sense a validator uh, themselves they are creators or they have a community of delegators uh, with whom they can enjoy, uh, with whom they can interact engage and you know be able to maximize the potential for both the validator and the delegator so that's a community in itself so this way we see you know these micro communities you know uh, these micro creators micro as in not it has nothing to do with the reach but they create for a specific niche like all uh, how all of us create within the cosmos ecosystem maybe create you know to increase our option to be able to increase awareness and so on and so forth so omniflix in that sense is a p2p network for creators and communities where we are building the infrastructure right so here when you when you uh when a user looks at omniflix right like maybe the website or so uh they might find information primarily about the network 
the architecture and the applications around NFTs. Uh, but of course, uh, as uh, Tricky mentioned, you know we've been working with uh, multiple organizations, not just not just studios and record labels, but also game development organizations, you know, other development companies, and so on and so forth, to be able to build out you know both apps in the ecosystem and the entire network as a whole. So eventually, how we see Omnifix scaling is uh, with a simple architecture that most cosmonauts are familiar with uh, within the which is the hub and zone uh, model where uh, the omniflix hub uh, can act as the hub or you know can act as the chain with a lot of the modules that most of the zones require so a studio a record label you know a metaverse you know a, a game development company that enables others create metaverse worlds all of these can be chains right uh, now we're talking to a few people even within the cosmos ecosystem some of you might have already known seen right, to be able to build out their own chains so this primarily will utilize the omniflix stack and uh, when we look at this infrastructure uh, yeah i'll just get more into the details but at a very high level we are building all the tools you know both at a protocol and at an app layer that are required for creators and communities. There's no differentiation between, say, an NFT creator and a validator community. But you know, there there is the infrastructure that uh, people can leverage, and you know, this can be used for you know a lot more than what we thought it could be. Of course, right? So the potential here is like limitless, and yeah, imagination is the only limit. Yeah, it's like you know we talked about that the other night too, like. It's pretty insane to think about in this ecosystem that if you can dream it, you can you can build it or you can find a way to make it happen. You know, and when like you said, like <clears throat> not everybody necessarily is a creator in a way, but you know, with what you're doing and providing all these tools, it's gonna give so many people to have a chance to create things in a way and and like you said, like engage communities and create communities that, you know, are there, but we're not we haven't had a way to tap into yet. Um, and community is what, you know, drives all of this, you know, especially in the Cosmos ecosystem, like that's one of its, its strong points. So I'm excited to see, you know, a project that, you know, allows us to build on top of that and dive deeper into that part of the, of the ecosystem. Yep, 100%. And uh, Tiki, you mentioned about uh, Flixnet 3, the testnet with NFTs. So we had, uh, yeah, this was Flixnet 3. So just a quick premise on Flixnet 1 and 2. Flixnet 1 was... Uh, one of the largest tendermint uh, networks that went live with about uh, 700. It, it started with 934 plus validators and then it went on to uh, be active uh, after say 1000 blocks, which was when the first uh, you know, uh, set of validators dropped. So we had a peak of 771 validators that ran a Cosmos SDK based chain powered by tendermint. So that was an achievement in itself. And we've had like insane support from the community. We've had uh, Jacob, we had Jackie, we had, uh, uh, we had Jack, we had, uh, you know, uh, Ethan, all of them suggest, uh, share insights into how we could better uh, optimize the network. And uh, yeah, this, this has been quite helpful. Uh, although this ran for only about eight days, we didn't want to wait, like, <laughs> we didn't want to waste resources of 700 validators these are 700 nodes that are running and uh, yeah so this 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 was like quite overwhelming in some sense but at the same time very exciting 
and this had to happen we had to test the limits of uh, you know where we could uh, push all of this to so that was testnet one uh, we although we had apps <laughs> no, none of them were like uh, truly functional in that sense uh, but at the same time it was like the first uh, test of uh, what we built with omniflix and if that was flixnet one flixnet 2 was uh, you know pretty uh, yeah th th that had like you know flixnet 2 also had like 314 validators and uh, we were running the uh, first version of uh, nft minting or you know the onft module the omniflix nft module uh, on flixnet 2 uh, we've had about uh, 200 plus collections 400 plus nfts get created and after about eight weeks on December 22nd, we released Flixnet, uh, you know, the apps on Flixnet 3. Uh, Flixnet 3 actually started a few days before December 22nd. And since December 22nd to about, uh, till about a few days back on Flixnet 3, where we launched the Omniflix Studio and the Omniflix Market. So Omniflix Studio is primarily for people to be able to create or mint manage and distribute nfts while omniflix market is primarily for folks to be able to list their nfts and be able to sell them uh, this was flixnet 3 and uh, flixnet 3 had uh, 27000 nfts uh, with uh, 9000 collections and uh, over 15000 nfts traded in flix spay which is an ibc token or juno x which is an ibc token from the juno test fund. So you've had quite the volume and, uh, you know, about uh, 300K tokens, 300 plus K tokens that were traded. And of these about 30% uh, were IBC tokens. So we've had, uh, you know, quite an interesting experience where we could visualize a lot of the details, both at an app layer and at a protocol layer you know, that were required for mainnet. And uh, just uh, on 17th Feb, which is, which is like uh, two, three days ago, depending on where you are, we launched uh, what is Flixnet 4, the final testnet before the mainnet. And uh, right now, we're getting ready for the mainnet. Yeah. Mainnet. So well, before we maybe move on to some mainnet questions and maybe some timelines on that, mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of interested. I, you know, I heard you know, on a crypto studio video today about how the Omniflix testnet had you know, like 700 validators running. Um, and recently, that's been kind of a point that, you know, continuously is coming up in our spaces is like, you know, how come there's only 100 or 150 validators? Will there be more? Why isn't there more? So how was that, you know, pushing the limits to the, you know, active set of validators and how many were there? Um, and do you foresee a future where that is something that we see in Cosmos where we have a larger validator set like in those test nets? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... The the technical limitations have definitely been pushed, uh, not just by us, but by multiple teams. What we did was primarily utilize a version of the core software without a lot of modifications and started to run it. Now we see chains uh, that have optimized for performance. We see uh, uh, L1s like Celestia, you know, that are doing uh, you know different things with. Uh, you know, with the consensus and the data availability layers. So, yeah, definitely limitations have been pushed in multiple directions, um, spe especially about the Cosmos Hub. Uh, I really can't comment on that because every chain, uh, you know, is different from 
the total number of validators they need, the total number of validators uh, for whom economics makes sense. Uh, I think at one point in time, Osmosis had a proposal to increase validators, and uh, I think it got rejected because uh, you know it didn't make sense for uh, you know, more validators to be onboarded, uh, both from an uh, economic standpoint and maybe even from a performance standpoint. And you know, recently we've seen the awesome work by you know Joe uh, uh, Notional and some of the others who help increase the performance of the you know uh, Osmosis node, and we see that uh, uh, on the testnet as well. Right, like some of the other uh, performance updates on a very recent testnet, like I think it just started like one or two days ago. So yeah, uh, the validator set is, uh, I wouldn't say pretty tricky in that sense, but it has to make sense both from an economic standpoint, <laughs> tricky, yeah, like both from an economic standpoint as well as uh, from a technical standpoint where, you know, the, the set can eventually decentralize a lot more, uh, you know, decentralize itself a lot more. So, yeah, uh, voting power also plays a key role because uh, if you're like, from what we realized was even in the 771 testnet, when we, so initially we started off with a very high voting power for our validators, you know, the team's validators, and then we started distributing that evenly. When we distributed the voting power evenly, what happened there was blocks started producing faster. I mean, this was something that we were aware of in theory, but we saw that happen, you know, uh, practically for the very first time when there was a huge difference just in how voting power was distributed, right? And that distribution itself like made the network more resilient. So this uh, definitely adds a case where, uh, you know, uh, top X validators don't actually control the entire network or and so on and so forth. So voting power distribution, the economics of the network, and uh, you know the total need. So some some networks they don't actually need a uh, uh, lot of validators. They might be good with say just twenty one. You know we never know. Like you know yeah, like some of the other chains you know that are out there. But uh, yeah, uh, this definitely depends on the network. And uh, from a technical standpoint, Cosmos has the ability. It's up to the app chain, you know, to make the most out of what's available. That was a really good way of putting it. Um, so, Sisla, I know that your roadmap says that the main net will be sometime in Q1, if I'm reading it correctly. Is that still y'all's timeline when it's happening? Yeah, uh, that is the timeline. Okay. And what can people expect whenever it does finally go main net? Uh, Actually, yeah, okay, I'll just give you a quick premise of what can happen, immediate steps after mainnet. So the first step will be that the chain will go live on you know, the mainnet, not the apps. Uh, and once the chain goes live with the validator set, you know, we will have more validators you know, that can join, participate, and get their nodes ready. Now, even now, uh, this doesn't mean that the Flix token has launched. We just launched the chain. Whereas, you know, you won't have any circulating or liquid flicks in the market. Now, as soon as this happens, we will primarily launch the staking dashboard for flicks, which, you know, definitely, uh, which, which might, might not be utilized, but the, the, you know, chain suggests and some of the other features will enable people add their, add the flicks net or, it won't be called Flixnet, it'll be the OmniFlix uh, Hub 1, the chain to their Kepler. 
So this is like the first step, right? And as soon as that happens, we will be releasing Omniflix Studio on the mainnet, which is when people can actually go ahead and you know maybe set up their uh, collections, uh, create their NFTs, and so on and so forth. After that, we will have uh, what is the Omniflix market, and uh, yeah, this is something that we haven't announced up until now. I just reserved this for uh, the space, so yeah, we'll be launching. <laughs> yeah, Eric. Yeah, that's that's very exciting. That that's going to be <laughs> so fun to play around with when it finally goes to mainnet. I'm excited about that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, as soon as the studio is set up, you know, NFTs can be created, but they can't be bought on a marketplace. So we'll be listing, you know, in a few days, or we'll be releasing the marketplace as well as the profiles, you know, so omniflix.me that people might have seen on the website, uh, a version of that will be released where, uh, you know, it, it'll be a case where you can just enter omniflix.me slash any Omniflix account. And uh, you should be able to see all the the a complete list of uh, NFTs uh, that have been created, listed by that account. So this more or less becomes like your portfolio or your profile page for uh, you know video content creators. This is the uh, the equivalent to what YouTube offers. Of course, uh, there aren't a lot of social features at this point in time, but uh, you know this is the interface where people have a sovereign page or you know, an independent page for them to, you know, go ahead and publish their content in an extremely sovereign way without actually depending on anything that Omniflix has to offer, right? So they don't have to depend on the Omniflix market or you know, any of the aggregated services. So this single profile page is a URL that someone can actually, you know, say distribute, you know, someone that, uh, that someone can actually share. So that, you know, say if I go to, uh, you know, Tricky's or Eric's uh, profile, I should be able to see all their NFTs, both that are listed, that are not listed, and, uh, you know, be able to go ahead and interact. So this primarily helps people figure out, you know, profiles or individuals that are actually uh, doing stuff on the Omniflix network. So, yeah, we'll have Studio, The Market, and uh, Omniflix.me yeah. going live in subsequently. Yeah. So I, I just want to make sure I'm understanding that the part correctly. When you say that profile thing, would it be kind of like buying a domain kind of that that will always show you or is it a little bit different than that? Actually, you don't have to buy anything when you create a Omniflix account, right? Like and maybe upload an asset, mint an NFT or buy an NFT. Uh, this is like your OpenSea account page where, uh, you know, when you click on an, an address, you should be able to go see all the NFTs that are there in that yeah. specific account, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like that, you know, we have structured it a bit differently so that it is also utilized by people that might not want to sell NFTs, but say just publish NFTs. So yeah. let's take the case of say CryptoCito or Liam or, you know, CryptoRich or some of the other YouTube YouTubers that are there in the ecosystem that constantly keep creating video content. Right now, this video content can definitely be published on YouTube, you know, currently for distribution and awareness. But when they move to sovereign systems, you know, they can, Cito can just publish his video as a non-transferable NFT. He doesn't intend to sell the video, but what actually happens is people can consume the video, right, right on Omniflix itself. And... Uh, yeah, maybe even uh, go ahead and tip and so on and so forth. So yeah, that's is, the kind of interface we're building. 
it do you do you, would you have any limits on bandwidth like how how big a video could be or say a podcast or something like that yeah uh, currently the files uploaded using omniflix studio will have to be 500 mb but we are working with multiple partners to you know have like larger files uh, uploaded to so yeah uh, for independent creators it is 500 mb which we believe is you know uh, 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 a lot more like a couple of x uh, multiples more than uh, what is currently being offered uh, we are confident of the 500 mb limit also primarily because uh, you know we are planning to run a storage node network which uh, which which will be incentivized by the network or protocol itself where uh, we'll have multiple uh, uh, node hosts just like how you have a validator network we'll also have a storage network where uh, we should be able to control the delivery of assets so you know your ultra fast streaming should be made possible by these uh, you know individual storage node hosts so yeah uh, 500 mb is the limit and for partners it'll be even more oh man that's awesome that's going to be good So, Sisla, I know that um you said you, you know, you saved that information you gave us a little bit ago just for here the Cosmos spaces, but come on, is there any alpha you're holding out on us? Oh. <laughs> I have to. Ask. Uh No, these are just the apps, right? Like these are uh, you know, these will go live as soon as the chain goes live. Uh and of course after that. So, as you can see, you know, we still haven't talked about the Flix LBP in that sense. so you know we'll have the lbp after a few more days you know once this uh, feb and march beginning madness actually you know reduces uh, when uh, when we have like evmos launching you know we have a lot of the other projects even stargaze are uh, having their genesis mint day you know there there's a lot of uh, action in the next two weeks uh, we ideally you know we we plan to launch the chain and so on and so forth uh, but yeah you'll you'll see some things so Yeah. Uh we haven't yeah yeah please please go ahead. Oh no that that's all I was going to say is just I'm I'm excited to to be able to play around with that so soon. Mhm. It'll be it'll be real soon. It'll be real soon. So cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah please Eric. Uh, no no go go ahead go ahead sorry. No I was just saying that uh, you know the chain launch is first Flix won't be live the apps are live that mean people can actually list an NFT to be sold in an IBC token so you don't have to wait for flix to go live flix the token but you can actually utilize the entire infrastructure and maybe sell a token in huawa you know maybe sell it in atom right so nfts can be sold and everything will still be operational and function so you know people might wonder uh, how can someone mint an nft when there is no flix you know zero fee transactions are like You know, an obvious way for people to think about it now but we don't have zero fee transactions what we have is a fee grant so there is a module called the fee grant module in the cosmos uh, sdk and uh, a fee grant uh, as the name indicates allows an account so let's say you know tricky wants to mint an nft right uh, but doesn't have flix he has the assets you know has everything else to be able to mint an nft tricky requests for a fee grant allowance so there's a simple button where you can click that uh, you know that button and you will receive a fee grant allowance right uh, we're planning on ways to achieve this maybe after a small twitter verification 
we yeah. should be able to give that uh, yeah give out that uh, fee grant allowances and all your transactions on the network are covered by the uh, omniflix you know there is one account that's representing both the omniflix uh, studio and the omniflix uh, marketplace so this account uh, or omniflix studio you can think about it like this where omniflix studio covers uh, you know or pays for all your gas so you know i pay for tricky's gas or fees when he's minting nfts buying nfts on the marketplace and so on so forth so yeah. this is our way to also onboard people maybe later with fiat right so when there is a credit card payment you know and so on and so forth what we should be able to do is use a combination of what's available in the cosmos sdk and be able to offer a fee grant for people to interact with the network you know uh, without any tokens so this reduces the friction for uh, people that might be new to the ecosystem to procure tokens and you know th- uh, this avoids uh, all that friction and uh, we believe this will be a way to you know uh, a new way probably to bootstrap uh, chains and uh, you know take it to the next level so yeah uh, this is uh, one of the key features that uh, we've been working on in the last like we worked on in jan and feb and you know we had to perfect it to make sure the entire model was in place so even without us releasing the flex token we still had to get the entire studio and marketplace to be functional and uh, yeah right now it is with ibc tokens and on flixnet 4 you know we have the apps ready and uh, you should be able to interact with the fee grant module uh, request for an allowance and so on and so forth so yeah and uh, this is something else that we plan for yeah and is that something um that you guys like are going to be doing always uh, allowing people like giving people that gas fee or is it just going to be just early on for onboarding actually yeah that a great question we haven't really thought about it we wanted to see how this can all work uh, we wanted to ideally subsidize uh, i mean this is like a subsidy uh, by the network right we wanted to subsidize or uh, onboard people using this method uh, for 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 the first 6 months but what we realized was a lot i mean anyone that's new to the ecosystem they'll rely on this right to be able to interact with the network and uh, you know we wanted to if not uh, you know continue doing this for all transactions we might limit it to just a few transactions but uh, we see this model scaling well and uh, without the need for someone to actually get a token i know uh, personally we are aware that this might reduce like the uh, how do i put it the buy pressure from you know on the flix token but what actually happens is you get a lot more users and eventually when they you know intend to make you know uh, by flix or maybe you know by an ibc token to be able to trade and so on and so forth that brings a lot of value for the network so this is the you know, this is a long game that we are playing and we'll have to see how this can play out i think that's genius to not like commit to one thing and just kind of wait it out you know just see what works best and figure things out in that way thank you mm-hmm. yeah so i think some uh, alpha that at least i can share is It sounds like the uh, exclusive home of the Cosmos Spaces podcast is going to be on Omniflix. So, I'm excited about that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Actually, yeah, there like once you guys started uh, doing this consistently, you know, this was a persona for us. You know, we had just like how we have, you know, Cito Liam and some of the others in the space producing video content. just like that we see you know uh, ibc ga- the the ibc gang la- launch you know uh, cosmos spaces you know the groups and so on and so forth actually being a persona of creators 
that are operating in the cosmos ecosystem and uh, you know yeah uh, we have something for you as well so yeah <laughs> oh man that's awesome that's that's crazy to hear because like you know we you know we <clears throat> we really just started this out you know just like a small group of us five of us just you know, started in these spaces every once in a while just to hang out and talk about Cosmos, you know, share with people who had questions and, you know, it just slowly got bigger and bigger. And, you know, we're just like so excited to be able to continue to be that, you know, hub for the community where everybody can come, you know, get the support, the community, the alpha, be able to have a safe place where they can come and ask questions and learn in public, you know, and then also too, you know, the Cosmos community, the devs and the, the teams are just so accessible. You know, and, you know, people like you who are just so for, like gracious to give your time to come in here and talk with us and share with the community. It's it's just amazing. So, you know, and, like I said earlier, it's impossible without, you know, without everybody in the community and without you guys doing what you're doing. So And Cicely comes on. He He's not even speaking sometimes. He's just here listening. I see him here constantly. So he's been a constant supporter for us. So thank you, Cicely. Yeah, and I know your time zone's not uh, not friendly right now, so <laughs> we appreciate you a ton. Hey, uh, not at all. This is this is like seven thirty eight a.m. for me, and normally I don't wake up this early. Like this is too early for me. So you know because because you know I work through the night sometimes, and uh, you know yeah, uh, a lot of the people they're quite active when it's almost uh, between eight eight and three a.m. my time, eight p.m. and three a.m. my time. So unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, I've had to be active. But yeah, these spaces have been amazing, you know, guys, because uh, not just not, uh, we haven't actually interacted uh, like this before, you know, Twitter spaces. And uh, right now it is not too hard for someone to actually maybe find Zaki, you know, Sunny, some of the others in the space to pose a question, right? Uh, something that they might have been you know, wanting to do since a long time, something they, that someone might have sent across as a DM, you know, yeah, these spaces provided that opportunity and, you know, also a voice to the face, right? And made it more human. So thank you. Thank you. And I, I think saying that we should maybe see if we can open up the floor for some questions to get somewhere that human voice. What do you think, Sisla? Definitely. Yeah, would love to take any questions. All right, see, I see that uh, Antwinth, Antwinth has a question, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, good night. How are you? I want to know if there's a chance to some airdrop or something is taking on the Cosmos ecosystem. It's pretty good that every time it's a, a surprise airdrop out there. So I want to know if Omniflix is a planning something like that uh yeah uh hi anton uh thank you for that we've uh, actually mentioned uh, uh something about this on uh, january 19th and we took a snapshot uh you know multiple snapshots actually which ended on january 22nd so you know, this unfortunately the snapshot date for the airdrop is done uh, but, uh, you know, the tokens haven't been uh, uh, released or distributed or there's no eligibility page as well at this point in time. And uh, if you've been part of the ecosystem since maybe, uh, say, December 15th or you know December, uh, you, you should have been exposed to Omniflix. So we've had uh, almost uh, uh, 10 different ways, uh, actually over 10, 10 different ways to get exposed and uh, you know uh, to the omniflix network and uh, eventually receive a uh, uh, small reward for your participation so yeah that has been announced and you know we are very excited to onboard the community too 
Okay, thank you for the information. No problem at all. Thanks, Antonis. <laughs> um, if there's anybody out there else out there in the crowd that has questions, uh, just feel free to request a mic. We'll let you up on stage. Um, it's your time to uh, ask Cecil any questions you got about Omniflix or, you know, come up here and ask, you know, anything. He's uh, He's got a big brain, so take advantage of the time you got with him right now. And if you're afraid to come up on stage, uh, don't be, just join the Telegram group. Uh, you can ask your question in there or even just DM one of us on stage and we'll make sure to ask the question for you. Sledge Machine, how you doing? Yeah, going, doing good. Uh, so I just wanted to say first, big fan of Omniflex ever since the Osmosis launch. That's when I first became aware. And uh, you did that great kind of launch party and the competition for Osmosis, which I was right there for, which was, which was awesome. Um, but my question for you is how do you relate so where do you see your place uh in relation to someone like stargaze like will you be stepping on each other's toes or do you think that you'll be able to find your own niche in the nft space yeah uh great question and uh, thank you for the mention of uh, the osmosis launch that was actually one of the very first events that we did that uh you know actually gave a lot of exposure to you know what we were doing with omniflix and what to what we could actually pull off so uh, thank you for uh, both participating in the stream and the contest it was an interactive video contest and you know uh, it, it was very exciting for us so yeah uh, great question there you know we have stargaze uh, uptake we have uh, uh, you know stash the app on secret network there are these you know so stargaze is an l1 stash is an is a d app so you have a lot of these uh, uh, I, pieces of technology that are still, you know, right now, including Omniflix, are uh, figuring things out, you know, as they're building. So now, as you could see, uh, this is more or less on the consumer side of uh, blockchain in that sense. So we'll have to not just build the protocol, but also get the entire experience right. And even if we get the entire experience right, it depends on the community as to how best we take it forward. So, you know, that was something that we realized quite early on. And, you know, we've been actively participating in community activities for that one reason, right? Uh, in some sense, community activities do differentiate us from the rest of uh, the folks, uh, not necessarily Stargaze or, you know, uh, Iris or some of the others, but in general. And uh, when you're looking at uh, general purpose NFT L1, there are a lot of directions and possibilities that, you know, a protocol can uh, go into so it can be a, 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 a coverage from a breadth standpoint where we should be able to allow or enable any creator or community to issue NFTs like say a media NFT uh, uh, you know web two asset converting to a uh, or being represented as an NFT is one a crypto native asset like a blog post on chain being considered as a web three native asset is another. Then we have, say, digital objects, you know, access passes, tickets, and so on and so forth. These are other types of non-fungible tokens. And uh, finally, a marketing idea or a growth hack. These are all concepts. This is all IP, which can be composed into an NFT, you know, as an NFT. And, you know, tomorrow you might have, a, have an AI model, have a DeFi strategy. All of these can be composed as NFTs. So what, we're, what we believe we're doing is we're we believe we are building the infrastructure for these IP-based assets or intellectual property-based assets in some sense and, you know, getting them to 
be uh, more utilized so you know i see that you have a meta rat uh, right now meta rat you know they're a great community uh, what on minister did you know is pretty amazing bringing together a lot of the folks from multiple ecosystems you know to be part of the project what else can we do with the meta rat you know do you want to license your meta rat you know maybe create a comic maybe create a video maybe create educational content to spread awareness about cosmos based technology or within the community right because meta rats already they have you know a presence and you know a recognition it might be easier to be able to share details about say interchain staking with just you know a couple of rats or like a few rats talking to each other right so these are some of the things that are possible right now they are happening in the traditional sense of ip you know traditional uh, you know in the traditional media world but uh, you know slowly you know happening in the blockchain world so where we see uh, our niche is in being able to do more with certain nfts right like not all nfts let's say there is a certificate or an access pass you might not be able to license it but if you think about in it in theory if i have maybe a cosmoverse you know a conference access pass which might be valid for 3 years if i don't go in year 2 to the event i can delegate or lease that like lease that access pass to someone else this is infrastructure that is not available out there yet right and uh, these are some of the core pieces that we want to build to be able to make sure that you know people can again do a lot more with their nfts than just be able to sell sell it on the marketplace yeah so selling an nft in its entirety on the marketplace is something that we are seeing now uh, which might continue to happen later as well but once people realize the value of being able to sell maybe you know break down the nft so you know your meta rat can just have a metaverse display license and someone can actually take that license from you and use that you uh, use that license to display uh, your rat in the in their metaverse gallery so you know this is uh, we're combining the best of you know what uh, conventional systems uh, offered us uh, and we're making sure that it is you know relevant in a crypto native uh, context so yeah that is the kind of positioning that uh, you know uh, we're looking to achieve where uh, you know we become the infrastructure layer uh, for you know both at a protocol layer and at an app layer for uh, you know anyone that might be interested and uh, exploring nfts both for creators and collectors of course for communities yeah that's a great answer that was wicked uh, and just just before i leave just wanted to say the the testnet the um omniflex testnet from someone who's borderline like digitally illiterate was so easy for me to to mint and uh and to to trade it was it was really really smooth so thank you very much thank you thank you that that was the exact experience we intended for and uh, no, we're very glad that uh, you know uh, you shared your thoughts thank you thank you for that um larry i think you were next Awesome. Uh, Sisla, I appreciate you coming on here and sharing your thoughts. Um, I had a question. So once the Omniflix platform um, launches and the mainnet's out, what is the the main focus of the team? Um, what's kind of like your day-to-day going to look like? Are you going to take a vacation or what's like the roadmap going forward? What's your main focus? Yeah, uh, haven't yet thought about the vacation, but uh, I'll have to see how that goes. But, uh, you know, definitely as soon as the mainnet is, uh, the chain gets launched, our first priority will be to be able to get the apps up and running of course to get the relayers the infrastructure the ibc token 
know, transfer of IBC tokens and then get the apps in place. So this will help creators and communities actually, you know, start utilizing or interacting with the Omniflix network. So, you know, we are making this possible through, you know, a few modules within the ecosystem, like the fee grant module and so on and so forth. So if this is our first priority from an app standpoint, parallelly right now too, you know, we are working with uh, partners, creators, you know, may not be, you know, also PFP projects, you know, uh, also one of one artworks, you know, also, you know, uh, works of media, uh, people that are working on playable NFTs and so on and so forth. So, you know, it won't be like, you know, huge list of PFP projects only or like one by one uh, art only, but uh, you should be able to see some diversity there. And, uh, you know, our focus has primarily been around uh, helping these creators, you know, do what they do best. But in some sense, uh, you know, all we had to do was explain or give more insight into what is possible. But, uh, you know, people could uh, take advantage of uh, what's already there, you know, on the test. So th these, this is our focus from an app and, uh, uh, and a creator or partner or community standpoint. Uh, the other part to, uh, or, you know, the other primary focus would be in getting the Flix token out there. So there'll be an LBP. Once the LBP is completed, you know, we'll also have the airdrop claim and so on and so forth. So people should be able to, you know, uh, yeah, access that as well. So that, that'll be another priority for us. And, uh, you know, finally, be able to roll out some of the updates to the current, uh, you know, current version of mainnet. So we've been planning for these updates too. Uh, some of some of the code base for future updates has been written to and is being tested right now so that we are you know safe and secure later on and are not hurried on time so yeah uh, this will be a priority for all of q1 which is almost like a month or so left right and once that is done q2 will primarily be uh, in helping others utilize the technology not just you know on top of our chain but someone can actually fork our chain and also be able to uh, you know, run their run their entire infrastructure, beat a game, beat a uh, beat uh, uh, you know for asset management or you know media files management internally and so on and so forth. So yeah, uh, just because of this question, you know, uh, Tricky and team, some alpha here, yeah. we will be working with almost uh, you know four teams or uh, four ind individual organizations. That'll that'll fork the Omniflix code base and uh, launch their own chains. So yeah, those discussions are happening on Discord as well right now. The alpha oh. slipped out one way or another. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. I'm looking forward to uh, using this platform, and I uh, I appreciate the work you're doing on Omniflix. Thank you, Larry. Thanks a lot. If you have a question, please request to come up to the stage so we can. Uh let you up on here there we go see one request hey mary go ahead hey thanks hey sisla i don't have a question i just wanted to say great job on the cosmoverse i didn't get an opportunity to be in lisbon so i was streaming it live and i thought that the quality of the video was just uh like really great production and just wanted to say congrats on that and thank you Hey, thank you, Mary. Thanks a lot. Uh, it, 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 there was a lot of effort that was put in both by team members. You know, we have, uh, you know, our colleague Chetan here, who is responsible for making sure that every minute of all two days have been planned and, you know, shared well in advance. So we've literally 
we never had to talk to the on ground team about you know what video file goes after what or what session uh, needed this specific template and so on and so forth so you know kudos to our entire team you know for being able to put this together and also to the on ground team you know cito uh, defi times teams you know fabian julian uh, basil we had a lot of support right from the organizing organizing team as well as you know people that were producing the live stream so it went very well and we were <laughs> we were not even in lisbon it's pretty impressive that you weren't even there and you were still able to do such good quality. I mean, he might have got rugged. Oh, no. <laughs> a lot better quality than Twitter spaces, that's for sure. Yeah, you, you need to find a way to be able to host serve over here. Well, unless Sisla can come back on, I just want to thank him for for coming and for giving us his time. Um, he dropped a lot of knowledge and a lot of alpha, so always thankful to him. Um, hopefully he gets to rejoin us shortly, but if he doesn't, then just wish him well and looking forward to all the cool stuff that he talked about. Yeah, really make sure to give Sisla a follow, give the OmniFlix page a follow, uh, make sure you stay up to date with what they're doing because, you know, it sounds like there's just so much going on. You know, NFTs is just the surface. There's so much more than that. So that was cool to have Sisla share his time with us and, you know, learn about more what they're doing. And thank you guys for those great questions too. You know, and Larry, way to sneak out the alpha from him. Cool. So then, uh, yeah, so if Sisla comes back in, we'll have him come back on stage. Um, give him a few minutes. But it uh, looks like we can maybe just kind of change over to some more IBC Gang Lounge stuff. Um, and uh, Mary, I remember you had a question earlier about Kronos. Um, looks like you're on stage, and that might be the perfect time. Cool. Thanks, Tricky. Yeah. So um, I was curious to hear if anybody in the community knows a little bit more about the Kronos project. I was just uh, checking out their Twitter account and I gathered that they are running the EVM on their chain. And it sounded very similar to what the FMOS chain is going to be doing. So I was just curious if somebody could provide more knowledge in that. It looks like we have Kronos News here, which is going to be the perfect uh, person to answer that question. But we do have Sisla connecting back in. So uh, let's just kind of give Sisla the stage back, and then we'll go right to that. We'll have that, that locked and loaded. Right. You're back, Sisla? Hey, yeah. Twitter rugby. So, yeah, we are saying this Twitter uh, spaces just doesn't match the quality of the OmniFlix team. So maybe we'll have to come up with some sort of OmniFlix spaces or something. <laughs> thank you like i don't think we'd be do it at this we'd be able to do it at this scale but uh you know definitely for an independent uh creator you know the 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 there's like uh you know good infra uh, that's available already so yeah yeah uh mary just to continue your question right like we were very anxious as to what will happen because we were completely remote and we undertook something that you know that uh, we haven't ever done remotely right but uh, yeah we've had complete support of the teams that were there on ground and you know it was amazing to see all of it come come together and you know see the event you know beautifully go live so thank you yeah it was top notch thanks sisla thank you uh yeah tricky i think mary also had a question i uh, i think i might have missed it no, that, that was actually Mary's question that you answered. So okay. you came back in and uh, finished it perfect. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. 
Yeah. So is there, is there anybody else out in the crowd that uh, wants to come up and ask this a question uh, before he goes, before we wrap this up? Because he's been uh, so gracious to give us an hour of his time. Um, and the guy's never uh, not working and never sleeps. So we want to make sure we uh, value his time and let him uh, get, get to some other stuff. So if you want to come up and ask a question of him, uh, now's the time. I would, uh, I would love to ask another question while I'm up here. Um, Sisla, I, I think you're a fascinating builder and an underrated builder in the cosmos. Just with uh, with EVM coming through Evmos, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Um, I got a high that's going to change the cosmos, um, and then also just like your overall thoughts um, on on the new changes coming with uh, Interfluid staking and and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, thank you, Larry. We are like too thrilled. We are too excited. Because we were aware that Polygon used Tendermint and Cosmos SDK to run their entire network, uh, even before you know we had Ethermint or EVM and so on and so forth. Uh, sorry, EVMOS and so on and so forth, right? So we are very excited because the kind of potential that this currently offers, at least at this point in time in 2022, is huge. You know, you have you have the entire Cosmos ecosystem of sovereign chains get connected to also a sovereign network of evm based chains but uh, not through ibc uh, you know with i mean but through ibc which has never been possible before so you know you can see assets flow both ways not just get into the cosmos ecosystem but we see uh, you know potential uh, for uh, cosmos based assets to also go to evm based chains not necessarily ethereum but maybe you know polygon uh, avalanche or you know some of the others so this opens up a whole new range of possibilities, which most of us might already be aware of. But very specifically, what I think will be available is the interaction between these communities. So when we had multiple communities actually engage, we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, I won't say we've seen a lot of uh, uh, stuff coming out. You know, how do I put it? There's a lot of potential that's rather untapped. And there's always, you know, learning from other ecosystems, you know, from the Chainlink ecosystem, we see the Chainlink army and, you know, we, we've had like, I think that's something that, you know, most networks can take inspiration out of, you know, and uh, yeah, vice versa, right? Like the, the state of decentralization or, you know, the state of community activities, governance and, uh, you know, uh, togetherness that Cosmos offers is next to none, right? Like the Cosmos ecosystem offers is next to none. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, interactions that will happen both from a community standpoint, from a technology standpoint, and from a social, you know, uh, from a social perspective as well, where ideas are exchanged, you know, collaborations happen and so on and so forth. So, yeah, uh, that, you know, definitely will help. Uh, like the EVM part uh, getting into Cosmos will definitely help. And we've also had uh, Crypto.com, you know, uh, that uh, completed, uh, th that achieved this successfully in some sense. And with EVMOS, you know, it's going to go to the next level, right? So I'm personally very, very excited for that. We've already started our research on, you know, how best we can uh, interface with uh, multiple chains, you know, both Cosmos-based chains and EVM-based chains, both in the Cosmos ecosystem and, you know, outside of Cosmos ecosystem. And, uh, yeah, uh, apart from that, Larry, uh, superfluid staking, you know, interchange staking, you know, the, 
these are very native to cosmos right uh, if you are not in the cosmos ecosystem it might be difficult for people to understand or you know visualize the potential uh, that these features have to offer and uh, even as builders you know when we're looking at this these uh, pieces of tech on a daily basis we still keep getting new ideas you know every time we look at it and it's a different perspective you now the the potential is so much that you know you naturally tend to drift off and because the potential is too much there's no one right way to do it so you know we i personally see a lot of people taking you know uh, multiple directions or multiple approaches in being able to not just utilize these features but be able to increase uh, you know the potential that each of these uh, have to offer yeah thank you for that no problem at all i believe uh, anton had another question he asked to request to be up here yeah, uh, I was looking at the app uh, Omniflix Studio and we got communities coming soon. Uh, will be will we be able to create our own community and it's like uh, creating community tokens? So we will be able to create our own to um, own token or something like that. Uh, community over the Omniflix uh, studio. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure, but uh, it's pretty interesting. Is it going to be with social media or just NFTs and incentivize rewards and members and various activities? It's, it's very interesting. I would like to know something about it. Thank you, Anton. Uh, yeah, I think this was a question that uh, no one ever actually asked us. But yes, communities in this case, you know, we've been working on community tooling or DAB tooling, you know, the staking dashboard that you see, you know, is for a network to enable their communities to interact. So, you know, you can have the Omnifix in sync, the staking dashboard launch along with your chain. And uh, yeah, as soon as the chain goes live, your token is ready out there and uh, you can participate in staking, governance and so on and so forth. So, you know, that was one of the first set of community tools that we developed where we considered an entire Cosmos SDK based chain as a community. While we were also working with multiple social token creators. So, you know, one of the four chains that we have is a potential social token currently on ethereum that has uh, outgrown itself that has you know uh, or rather grown uh, from uh, being just a token that is powered by a smart contract to being an ecosystem you know of uh, content creators who create content uh, contribute as well as you know license content and so on and so forth so that is uh, for an audio club the more details on that later but yes uh, it'll it'll be you know, it'll also be social tokens and people should be able to, you know, utilize that using multiple apps. So, uh, you know, there can be a creator that can engage with their fans. You know, social tokens might just be used for that. Social tokens can also be used as an access pass. You know, social tokens can do a lot more. So that is the kind of infrastructure we want to build eventually. Right now, communities refer to DAO tooling or, uh, you know, tooling for Cosmos SDK based chains at this point in time. Uh, but yeah, social tokens, issuing social tokens or getting people to issue social tokens uh, has been part of the plan. And uh, yeah, that is exactly what uh, the community part is all about. Awesome, awesome. Pretty innovative, I think.
uh, I haven't seen that on any other project. Is that the cosmos essence? Everything is different, and, and for the community, love it. Thank you for bringing this up. I want to thank Mary and Chrono News for waiting to to talk about um, her question. If anyone else has more questions for Sisla, please request to come up to stage. Hey, Tricky, I think I I read a message on on Telegram. My app is acting up. Acting up. Could you go there and read it, please? Uh, looks like Sisla just. Oh. We're getting them back. I'm reading. Up. I got the uh, question here. All right. Thank you. I was scared that my app started acting up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. No, it's crashing. All right. He's back. All right. So we do have a question in the Telegram for Sisla. It says, I uh, heard Omniflix will have the LBP. Uh, will they do it on Osmosis? And what will they pair their coin with, Adam or Osmo? He's, they're new to the space and they just heard, um, so they're just uh, just wondering. Yeah, uh, so we'll yeah it'll be on Osmos. Uh, it'll most likely be with the Osmo token, but uh, you know we still haven't uh, finalized that. So you know, waiting for the official announcement would be great. But uh, yeah, that's the idea. All right, thank you for that. Does anyone else have any questions for Sisla? All right, if no one has. If no one else has anything to add or ask, I'll go ahead and share some insight. Yeah. Yes, please. Sure. Sure. Okay, I think we're ready. <laughs> okay. I hope I don't get rugged. You know, while sharing this info, this this I've been <laughs> I've been too excited to share this for a while now, and I've been waiting. Uh, we didn't even post an official announcement. Uh, okay, this is being recorded, so people can hear. Yeah. So. We'll most likely go live on mainnet on the 22nd of February, not 2222. So that is that has been our plan. And, uh, you know, we've successfully completed the testnet, you know, or rather, you know, launched the testnet, launched the apps, Flixnet 4. And uh, now we're getting ready for mainnet in the next two days. So, you know, that is very exciting. And that, is, that has been keeping us busy, you know, up at nights, you know, uh, not being able to interact with the community as much as we'd like to. But, uh, yeah, 22nd, it is 22nd Feb. Woo! Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, you know, thank you for doing this at this point in time. You know, we wanted to really, uh, you know, uh, be available, be interacting with the community uh, while we are working. But, you know, last two weeks was too hectic for us to, you know, do that. Uh, but, yeah, we've I've taken the opportunity to be up here, you know, on your spaces and, uh, yeah, be part, uh, interact with the community which uh, you know which i really like and you know, that's what i do so most of uh, my team actually you know our team works on a lot of things uh, i'm always interacting with the community and uh, personally i love that yeah so i can personally attest to that if you guys ever want to ask Cicely a question or even just want to say hi head over to their telegram group tag them and you'll get a response sooner or later the guy never sleeps, so he's always working. So no matter where you're at, you'll probably get a response soon. But, but yeah, Cecily, it's great to see just how close you, you know you are with the community, how much you, you guys engage. Um, and you know, I think everybody knows that you know Cosmos. The way you know the way it works is you guys keep your heads down and you work hard and come out with the best stuff. So I don't think anybody you know 
is like, ah, where'd you guys go? Because you guys are still very accessible and more accessible than, you know, most developers and most founders of projects. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, Eric, Tricky, and uh, yeah, in general, like I have a question for you guys. Where do you see the Cosmos ecosystem, especially the Cosmos NFT ecosystem, go? You know, with uh, all that's happening right now. Yeah, so I think the crazy thing is, is we have the possibility to be really like Ready Player One. Because of IBC and all the interoperability, we can really see all of our NFTs, all of our property, all of our assets go from place to place without having those restrictions. So like I instantly, when I think start thinking of like NFTs and Cosmos and gaming and all that stuff, I just see like the Ready Player One world. Maybe not, you know, soon, but eventually the only way that's going to happen is in Cosmos. Um, so, you know, that's like the long game. And then the short term, I think people are really going to love the ability to just, you know, mint and, you know, sell and trade NFTs, not only, you know, with all these tools that, you know, you, you guys and other projects are creating, but also to just low fees, um, fast transactions, you know, a great user experience. So I think that, you know, we're going to see Cosmos kind of take a good chunk of some of this NFT market because the experience is what really people want. And it's, you know, bar, no, you know, there's no match for Cosmos uh, user experience. So I think we got a exciting uh, little future here coming. Hey, Sisla, how are you? Yeah, for sure. Ooh, gains. Surprise. <laughs> Back. I'm oh, Sisla again. I'll, I'll let him. He just dropped out. Okay. I'm getting him back. He got too excited to hear you, Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Aaron. I want to add to the uh, question. Cool. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I, I, I see uh, NFTs to continue to grow where they're just not going to be like, you know, your pictures, your drawings, your videos, but just uh, more actual usage in day to day life, you know, like tickets and IDs. And I just see like everything being connected in NFTs. I'll I'll basically tell you this, Sisla. NFTs in the cosmos are going to be the most advanced NFTs in the world. We, no one else will have the type of NFTs that the Cosmos will. It'll be, it'll be the best place for NFTs and market. It's going to be amazing. You're going to be able to transfer NFTs to different chains with IBC. You're going to be able to stake your NFTs. You're going to be able to earn assets with NFTs and fuse them. There's just going to be so much adoption and Cosmos makes it the best place for NFTs. And then we have people oh, like, do you like those response? Our <laughs> platforms to make it a really nice user experience. So that makes it even better. You know, user interface is huge. Yeah, 100% believe that. And, uh, you know, the, the fact about uh, utility based NFTs, you know, uh, one key part of our uh, infrastructure is also, you know, around or, you know, built primarily around uh, utility oriented NFTs, you know, along with, uh, you know, the IP rights and so on and so forth. So, yeah, uh, Cosmos NFTs, you know, they have a different kind of capability you know, that other NFTs or other standards of NFTs might not have. So, yeah, 100% agree with that. We have marketplaces like Stargaze, Omniflix, that have their own chains, you know? When would you think basically OpenSea would ever create something like that? They're, they're years behind already. It's going to take them years to catch up to what Cosmos is doing, Cosmos Space is doing. So we have the edge, 
we already have the uh, the audience for NFTs. We just got to see these marketplaces launch. We got to see um, more artists come into the space that are stuck in Ethereum and those horrible gas fees. So yeah, you guys can already see what's happening with with Chronos and with you know Omniflex. So it's just a matter of time. That's very true. Eric, your thoughts on this? Uh, so um, I, I guess you didn't hear me when, when I said um, I think NFTs will not be limited to just like pictures and video, but I think they're going to be more day-to-day -day usage like IDs, like um, tickets. So I, I see it being part of our constant everyday life. Yep. Very true. And and people will start to utilize blockchain and uh, NFTs even without realizing that the the apps that they're using are necessarily powered by blockchain or NFTs. So, you know, that will be a huge shift in how we package all this technology and you know, present it to the wider world you know, uh, to make it more accessible. So, yeah. 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 Thank you for that. You're making it into a beautiful, pretty package for sure. Easy to use. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hey, Mary. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So Mary had her hand up. I think she wants to ask you something, Sisla. Yes, yes. Please, Mary. Cool. Thanks, Sisla. You know, I was wondering if you you mentioned accessibility, and there are a lot of people in the world that only are able to access the internet through their phones. But a lot of blockchain projects uh, are you you kind of need to rely on a desktop or a laptop of some sort to interact with. So I'm wondering if uh, your team has thought about incorporating mobile, like uh, iOS or Android apps. Hello, sorry, I, I was muted and I started talking. Yes, uh, what, you, what you just mentioned is, uh, you know, very true. And we don't see a lot of uh, folks actually, you know, taking care of the mobile experience. Uh, we've, we we are from uh, you know Asia, India, and uh, we've seen a lot of uh, how do I put it? Like we've seen a lot of internet penetration happen only because of mobile, right? And we almost skipped the laptop revolution and jumped directly to the internet and smartphone revolution. So a mobile first experience is something that we are very you know that's very dear to us, uh, not just as maybe builders, but uh, you know also as uh, you know consumers of uh, both uh, content and uh, you know uh, consumers of apps so that uh, you know helped us actually work on something so we've been focused on our mobile experience for uh, quite some time now and uh, yeah guys can you hear me can anyone hear me yes yes we can hear you, can hear you. yeah okay 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 so yeah uh, tricky i just shared a url uh, with you on uh, you know telegram so and also on twitter dm so uh, yeah we've we've worked on the mobile experience uh, we we have that in place you know ready for release it's just that we haven't released the mobile app so on flixnet 3 we were actually buying nfts like the internal team was buying nfts right through their mobile apps so yeah that is something that we've thought about and you know we want to make it easy for people to access and you know, we really mean that so you know the focus has been there and yeah we've been working with partners so thank you mary for bringing that up that's great so that i also posted um at the top of this space a link to that tweet you sent me that kind of just gives the little demo of the mobile experience if anybody wants to check it out so thank you for sending that to me Sisla. yep no problem at all 
and i think i haven't mentioned one you know key aspect in some sense about omniflix so when we are building the marketplace at a protocol layer what is actually happening here is you know you have a you have multiple ecosystems multiple stakeholders you know all interact and you know of course there are uh, on flixnet 4 you know and going forward on mainnet you will have the ability for you know creators will have the ability to set royalties you know to set splits and so on and so forth and not only that like you know a key difference between say an open sea and omniflix would be you know open sea takes you know percentage of the sale and retains it or like keeps it for themselves what we are doing with omniflix is you know every time there's a marketplace transaction that's happening 50% of it goes to stakers right and 50% of it you know goes back to the community pool now this 50% that goes to stakers so if there is a transaction using atom using huawa using dvpn akt you know it can be any coin or even flix right of course including flix any token that's actually being traded is not being swapped for flix and then being sent to stakers what we're doing is we are directly sending those tokens to stakers so you know a potential flix staker eventually would be able to earn not just flix but also atom wow you know it can be any any other token that might be you know that might have good volume on the network so this way there is a lot of you know incentive for folks to utilize their own token so you know we we see a lot of marketplaces that might not offer you know uh, uh, the ability to you know maybe use uh, another token to buy an nft but you know we are making sure that we enable that right from day one and you know even before flix you people will have the ability to actually use ibc tokens to you know uh, list and uh, purchase nfts with so yeah uh, that is something that's you know very interesting uh, with respect to what we are building and very dear to us because you know we intend to work with the community and give back in every possible way and uh, not just give back you know giving back to people that might not contribute to people that don't deserve you know giving back uh oh looks like he just got wrecked again oh man yep give me, <laughs> give me a few He'll probably be back because I was, yeah, he's right here. Testing it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was like, no. I was like, this is, this is amazing. We can't, we can't leave off on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twitter doesn't like Cosmos, I swear, dude. What the heck? Dude, it's everywhere. This is Twitter Spaces, man. We got you back, Sisla. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad to be back. I didn't expect myself <laughs> to. No, I, I didn't expect to be rugged these many times. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah like nevertheless pushing it you know even with all this so yeah uh, to to us you know uh, giving back is important but giving back to the right people is even more important to people that will eventually help the network grow contribute uh, to take it to the next level you know with or without us and uh, you know we are making sure we build structures uh, that will you know that we believe will uh, you know eventually scale this although it might not look like it's scalable right now we believe we are playing the long game and uh, yeah uh, these structures might eventually evolve to something that that are more sustainable and you know will scale so yeah uh, that that's something i wanted to share because uh, 
Now you have royalties and splits and usually a marketplace commission too. Uh, our marketplace commission is at a protocol layer. So any any app, you know, that can feature NFTs for sale will facilitate an interaction with the marketplace. So, you know, you, it can be your profile uh, selling tokens. It can be the market, Omniflix market selling tokens, NFTs. It can be a marketplace from the community that might have a have the most amazing experience much much better than what omniflix market has to offer so it can be any app but uh you know interactions are at the protocol layer and you know so once listed on the marketplace you know on the chain every app that supports the marketplace you know will feature your nft so the kind of distribution is also quite high so it is not like a case where you know on OpenSea or you know some of the other uh like foundation and some of the other platforms you interact with a contract you interact with a smart contract where you know you list token you can mint a token nft and you list the nft uh only you know using that contract but uh you know in this case uh what we're doing is because we're doing it layer, and you know, there's a lot lot more opportunity yeah but well, you guys are always keeping like community first and you know like you know the way you did your your airdrop snapshots too was like you know you made it to where you could reward and give everybody the chance to have exposure to Flix, but you also wanted to reward the people who were really supporting the network and were in it from the beginning and for the long haul and, you know, just trying to give back to the people who are really helping grow the network. So you know, I just want to give you and the team praises for your focus on that because, you know, it's definitely appreciated and seen throughout the network. And I think that it's going to really, really play out very well in the long run for everybody. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Okay. Does anyone else have any more questions for Sislera? I have a quick question. Sisla, did you hear about the uh, OpenSea exploit that just happened today? I don't yeah. know if you... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I've just been hearing about it. I've been reading about it. Uh, before I got into the spaces, you know, people were, you know, yeah, we've, we've had multiple accounts get hacked. Yeah. Okay. Is it more of like a phishing attack or is it actually like um, a really, you know, bad exploit on their end, a hack? Uh, I think it is a smart contract exploit where, uh, you know, there was another contract that was utilized to interact with the OpenSea, you know, contracts and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, update some of the things uh, that are associated with uh, both m manually migrated assets, you know, historically listed assets and so on and so forth. Yeah. At least that that's that, that's the information I got from the first set of reports. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. But I don't think it was it was a phishing attack. This was much much smarter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. There's some next messages here on Twitter saying what is the next phishing attack, and then some people are saying no, it was a hack. So even yeah. OpenSea just tweeted that saying that it was a phishing attack. So it's just very confusing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, like uh, people might have you know the the fish might have been the gateway. But the hack in itself is, uh, I think, pretty smart. If if initial reports are all uh, you know accurate, but we can't believe them all to be accurate. I I read some technical report where uh, you know there was a different smart contract that was used to interact with the original contract and uh, manipulate uh, stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, does that kind of stuff really scare you guys with your team? Um, or do you go through so much audits that you know right now at this point? you're not very worried about those kind of hacks? Uh, it's twofold uh, because uh, 
almost 70 to 80% of the code base that we utilize is audited right like from a you know because it is more or less the cosmos sdk based uh, base uh, code base right so that is something that we are quite sure you know will work and because it has been battle tested by you know uh, cosmos no <laughs> oh man we lost this login Oot. it's like a routine now every two minutes <laughs> but it's okay we He's just trying to help us reset the room. He's doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back, yeah. Uh, thank you. So, yeah, as I was saying, right, like uh, these, like because 70 to 80 percent of our code base is, uh, you know, fully audited and battle tested, we are quite confident. Uh, and because we are not uh, actually utilizing a virtual machine to uh you know execute contracts in that sense we are very secure but uh even just to implement cosm awesome or you know uh, some of the other uh, uh smart contract based frameworks right uh like that is something that uh you know i won't say that that is something that will give us anxiety but uh you know we are we are uh, always you know uh aware of uh, you know what is happening you know when when it comes to uh your own chain having smart contracts. So we did those tests earlier, uh, but we chose not to launch right now with, uh, you know, say, Cosm Awesome. Uh, but eventually that'll be part of the plan. And, uh, you know, we'll have uh, uh, Rust in some sense, Cosm Awesome in some sense are great frameworks. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, we'll always, you know, networks will always have to be aware of, uh, you know, uh, the details. Yeah. I mean, it is not like Ethereum will take care of OpenSea in this sense. Uh, but uh, yeah, people that are developing, writing these contracts should definitely, you know, uh, plan ahead. And and honestly, some of these updates, so you know, it might have, what might have been right in say 2019, the approach might not be right in say 2022. So, you know, and then, you know, like the case where we saw the wormhole bridge, you know, uh, get hacked, we can see that, uh, you know, even if a security update is not actually, uh, you know, patched or you know, actually pushed, right, to production, there might be exploits, right, like, and huge exploits. So, yeah, these are things that, uh, to a great extent, we are confident won't happen, at least with the architecture that we chose, uh, which is Cosmos SDK-based chain with tendermint consensus and so on and so forth. But we'll have to be very careful because uh, this is not something that's common in the Cosmos ecosystem. You never, I don't think, like, we ever saw a hack or a or a you know or someone getting even rugged right like twitter spaces rugs people cosmos doesn't right? so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that's 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 the that's the level of you know i won't say sophistication that we have if people can rug right now it is like very easy to build chains and deploy them and but what they don't have or won't have is probably support from the community and so on and so forth right so, you know, it is because of social factors that we are not getting rugged. But from a technology standpoint, yeah, there is like a lot of potential. And we, it is always, you know, uh, uncharted territory, right? Like until we were there, we never realize sometimes too. So, yeah. Wow. Thank you, Sisla. I'm personally still new to the um, NFT marketplace for Omniflix. But um, I do have a question like, how do you make sure that people that are coming to that space aren't going to perform some sort of like rug um is there a way to basically like almost audit the artist 
if that's even possible? Yeah, uh, to a great extent, because we're building stuff at a protocol layer, yeah, it is not possible uh, to be able to audit people in that sense. But what we're doing is like a combination of, you know, uh, it being permissionless, uh, as well as it being curated at the same time. So initially, you know, we are working with multiple partners. We're talking to them. We're taking, uh, you know, calls. We're, ta- we're We've been talking to them since a few weeks. And, uh, you know, only after that and after they have like a community space, you know, like a uh, space a session and so on and so forth, right? That is when, you know, we'll make sure that they're, you know, verified and get a blue tick mark, right? But this is very restrictive. You know, we don't really like the you know, blue check mark way. Uh, but we'll have to do that because, again, uh, based on social factors, you know, there is an expectation that, you know, if something is verified, it means that, you know, it is authentic and so on and so forth. Uh, and also primarily because we want to give the initial set of people that come down to the marketplace a great experience in some sense. But that doesn't mean we won't uh or or uh, you know that doesn't mean that we won't list collections or uh, you know artists that are not verified it'll only mean that they'll be you know verified artists might be available on the landing page itself and that's about it when someone clicks on all assets they should be able to see all the nfts that are listed in the marketplace right so that is you know a way in which we are uh, looking to uh build parts of the marketplace where there is enough accessibility and if people do not want to you know purchase uh, uh assets that are not verified or you know uh, collections uh, uh, or assets from collections that are not verified you know it is definitely their choice right uh i don't think that should stop anyone from being able to do anything but um, yeah uh, initially we are curating and uh, it'll also be permissionless. So if even for un, unverified people, right, like unverified accounts or unverified collections, what can happen is they can use their Omniflix profile and, uh, you know, eventually be able to, not eventually, you know, right away almost, be able to share uh, links of that profile and, you know, actually get their NFTs to be sold. So it is not like we are not giving access to people that are not verified. It is just that if someone is verified or if someone is being curated, they get a bit more exposure from where their NFTs are presented. And that's about it, right? So yeah, honestly, it is always DYOR mode, right? Like we can't, we can't, we can never be too sure. Uh, but also at the same time, because we've been you know talking to a lot of these folks uh, from a few days, from a few weeks, uh, even months, and you know, some people even years, right? So we are very confident that uh, you know the curation can work out well initially. Uh, again, currently being done by the team, but uh, you know this is to save the due diligence efforts, right? Uh, but eventually, it'll be done by the community, and yeah, it'll be permissionless. We we don't want to interfere, bother anyone with uh, by imposing anything that might be restrictive. We don't want to be YouTube, right? So, yeah. Makes sense. It does make sense. Making sure that the, the community that's using the platform is also somewhat informed of, you know, who's a verified artist and who isn't. And it's up to them to choose wisely what projects they want to start investing in. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's right. That's right. But enough of me talking. Um, I'm sure there's some people here that have some questions. 
Sisla, I'm wondering uh, what is what is governance going to look like on Omniflex? What type of items will will we be voting on? Oh yeah, great question. So governance will primarily function around three things. Uh, one, add a product. Right on cue. No. I'm so sorry, Sisla. It's not us, dude. Uh, it's primarily at the protocol layer, the app layer, and you know, from a from a from a community standpoint, where we, uh, you know, vote on uh, things around creators, communities, like specific communities or DAOs. So it might look like, you know, that there might be, say, um, an inflation proposal that's part of the protocol layer activities. From an app standpoint, you know, there might be an app uh, that that uh, you know requests for, uh, say, uh, you know, not funds as such, maybe a grant. You know, it can be anything. Uh, at an app layer, right, where people can, you know, uh, put up a proposal and, you know, maybe take funds from the community pool. Uh, the same is the case with creators, uh, but these will be, you know, worked on and aggregated. So, you know, as, as uh, uh, you know, as members that participated, did not participate in governance, right, we understand the importance of discussions prior to governance, right? Uh, like the ones that are happening on Commonwealth for osmosis right now. And, uh, you know, of course, the current voting time and so on and so forth. So, you know, what we aim to do is we aim to give an eight-day uh, voting period. So if there is anyone that checks for proposals on any day of the week, right, they should still be able to access the proposal and get to vote on it. So the eight-day time period is something that we are now, experimenting with, we do not know if it will work out, but we believe that will increase participation and if not increase, at least keep it consistent, right? So, you know, someone can check on either Sunday or you know, any day of the week and one day they should be able to see all the proposals that have been issued, you know, within the network. So, you know, this is, these are some of the things that we are thinking about too. And uh, yeah, <laughs> governance, right? Like we never know how it can evolve, but uh, these are some of the things that uh, people will be taking decisions on. Right. And eventually there'll be, you know, some decisions around content moderation uh, in being able to, say, uh, take down content. So if, say, someone uploads, uh, you know, a, a song by Eminem, right, like we don't want to infringe any copyrights. Right. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, Interscope can actually uh, you know, <laughs> request for a DMCA and so on and so forth. So we'll have, uh, you know, we'll have ways to do that right on chain. And uh, yeah, we should be able to get the community to be a part of it. And uh, yeah, uh, we haven't we haven't yet thought of as to how best we can reward people that participate in governance. But uh, what I can be sure of is that uh, yeah, there'll be NFTs for participating in governance, and uh, these NFTs will be you know helpful later. That's all. Whoa, NFTs for participating in governance. That's, Ooh, that's really nice. Little bit alpha right there. It pays to participate. So, yeah, uh, definitely. These are some of the things that we are exploring, and always welcome to hear more feedback, uh, thoughts from the community, and uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, we should be able to do the best, do our best to incorporate them. Right, I think Welding had a question. Hey, what's up, Sisla? Hey, man, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty good. Right, what's up, guys? What's up, gang, gang? Hey. So uh, I just had a question regarding the time frame. You said that NFTs are going to be listed for other 
crypto projects. Uh, so you'd be able to use Atom to purchase this NFTs. So uh, when would be the time frame? Uh, it'll be, it is actually real soon. You know, in the next 10 days, you should see a lot of activity. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you were here earlier, but uh, yeah, uh, in, the, in this current week, uh, you should see uh, a lot of stuff from Omnifix. Yeah, the apps will be released. Uh, yeah, in the next 10 days, you should see the apps, uh, some of the apps and most likely the marketplace get released, but uh, it won't be with, uh, you know, say, say verified uh, creators and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Okay, awesome. That's that's a game changer. That's pretty cool. Because I know on Stash, you can only use Secret. And uh, I know, like, you could swap certain cryptos, like, you know, Secret Wawa, Secret Atom. I don't know if they have Secret Atom, but they have Secret DPPN. But you still can't use that to purchase NFTs. So, you know, that's why, you know, that's a game changer for sure. But uh, thank you very much, man. I appreciate uh, the answer. Thank you. You got rug, bro. You got rug. <laughs> yeah, you got rug welding on, on Q. Just a second. You might have something to say back. Okay. All right. Hey, Sisley, you back? You're back. Okay. <laughs> this is happening so many times. I actually didn't hear, you know, what what Wheeling uh, Osmonaut mentioned, but I think, yeah, uh, like, did you say it was a game changer? I think that was where. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. Yeah. Because, I, like I said the other day uh, on Stash, you know, purchasing NFTs, you're not able to use other crypto tokens, you know. And uh, you are able to swap, but you're still not able to purchase NFTs on Stash, you know? So, yeah, that is a game changer. And it's, uh, I'm pretty sure the community would love that. So, thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you for bringing this up. And, yeah, we are also very excited to present this model where, you know, we, we don't have the Flix token actually listed or available yet. But we are still able to, uh, you know, enable interactions and eventually be able to give back to the community also through marketplace commissions, right? Uh, in uh, other native tokens. So, yeah, pretty excited for that and you know, stoked to see you know where this can all you know what where all of this can lead to. Yeah. Does anybody else have questions? I know we had um, RJ was up here, but it looks like he dropped down. Um, so if anybody else out there in the crowd wants to come ask Cicelo uh, some questions about Omniflix or want to pick his brain about anything come up here request the mic while we got him looks like we got cloud coming up how's it going Clark? good to see you, man um i was aside from marketplaces i was wondering how like and uh communities can be like built to like on omniflix i guess other regarding other media sources you know kind of like um I guess video sharing, um, maybe something like spaces, kind of like Twitter spaces, but uh, um, I'm just trying to see like the kind of media you can uh, kind of maybe showcase in terms because I'm, I'm, I wasn't here for the whole, for a lot of what you were talking about, but I w I'm really interested in creating my own community in OmniFlix. So it's kind of like maybe you could help me figure out uh, any sort of tools, apps, that could be available on Omniflix. I missed a little, I missed a little bit of that too, so I'm really excited to hear about it again. If you have time, Sisla. Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. So yeah, cloud. Yeah, great, great uh, question. Uh, because I've talked about communities, but you know what, uh, you know what can someone do to start building them? So right now, the primitive is that of an NFT. So you can uh, build 
a community or build your own community or engage one that's existing with nfts you know maybe like this twitter spaces can uh, give us all a proof of participation nft once the space is done maybe by you know sharing a secret word you know here and uh, you know that secret word being used to actually claim an nft uh, which which, uh, which uh, you know the secret word might expire in a, min- a few minutes or so right so that is one you know that's possible right now as you know, immediately after launch uh, but what will what we are enabling and the the vision of omniflix in some way is to be able to utilize of course interchain assets you know multi chain payments and so on and so forth but also uh, but also actually put together or rather build infrastructure for a category that we call community generated content right so there is user generated content and with you know communities that are forming you know at this scale right and the level of coordination you know that is possible with blockchains we believe that community generated content will be a lot more powerful in terms of its perspectives in terms of the narrative in terms of the ability for content to get created and also play a key role in being able to build say a media dao on top of omniflix so you know you can have a group of creators you know that form a group like say a facebook group right and uh, start off putting content uh, in what is a content pool right an nft pool and uh, you should be able to you know as a as a as a member of the pool right and along with everyone else you should be able to offer you know content from the pool you know if it's media content specifically it can be 3d objects it can be you know uh, uh, multiple ai models you know it can be anything right these can be you know of course licensed you know uh, given out uh, or shared with a lot of the folks that might be interested to utilize this content right so content pool so creators put their content into content pools now these content pools eventually end up you know uh, enabling licensing and so on and so forth and you know whenever there's revenue that's made you know people that are part of the pool the creator you know you yourself the creator right and everyone that has contributed to your nfts you know to the pool will eventually and proportionately distribute the revenue right so this is something that we see uh, you know happening definitely uh, with respect to communities and not just on omniflix you know it will be widespread and uh, yeah communities just like how you know the the cosmos spaces gang started up right just like that we'll see a lot more people come up uh, uh, take more initiatives uh, take a lot, do a lot more that will that'll actually change uh, perspectives you know of various ecosystems so yeah we are very excited for that and in some small way we intend to enable that uh, you know with omniflix so thank you Hey, hey, we have Asit Mandel here. Hey, guys. Hi, what's up? Hey, hey, what's up? How are you? All good. All good, sir. How are you guys? Hope you're doing well. Um, Thank you so much for giving this opportunity. And yeah, j- you know, just again, trying to add on to this last point here. Um, According to so what we are also targeting is, you know, community is also going to build a lot of uh projects and toolings as well but on top of it community is going to be playing a very critical role for curation of the platforms um that means you know which project to be 
uh, getting featured, which project to blacklist the entire research around it again been done by curation uh, by the community. And what Asset Mental is targeting is, you know, to have a very project specific group of curators and a larger set of curator community uh, driven DAO, which is going to focus majorly on, um, you know, how we can ensure uh, there are no scams, uh, there are no you know, forged projects coming into the platforms, which is very, very important uh, being into Cosmos spaces. Uh, the reason being, we, we looked at, uh, you know, the clone projects across multiple ecosystems doing a huge volume, um, but not been verified and still going ahead with minting processes. So that is where, you know, uh, Asmantel is also focusing uh, some part of it across the curation, how we can have the best practices revolving around it, um, you know, because it is the community who does the entire backtracking of how these NFTs uh, came onto the platform. And we have seen it multiple times across Ethereum ecosystem as well as Solana. Um, and I think, you know, it would be the best time for Cosmos ecosystem as well. One month down the line when all the products with version one are out uh, to also start with the curation aspect, uh, which really plays a very important role um, on any platform. And I think it, it's going to be a, a collaborative approach by each of the ecosystem projects into NFTs to uh, understand to evaluate to validate the content which is going on to the platforms and uh, you know come together uh, and have of course interchain assets flowing across these platforms but also ensuring that you know there is no uh, forced nfts from different ecosystems coming to our platforms because it's it's still the very early stage into nfts for cosmos and it can be you know uh, prone to multiple attacks by these scammers um and that's why you know curation is going to play a very important role so what we are uh, our approach right now is um the transaction fees uh, whatever goes onto the platform uh, you know that straight away goes to the curation pool which is governed by the entire community community decides who they want to be the uh, you know the top 7 uh, governance council of the DAO and take care of the entire curation mechanism. The entry to this curation DAO has also been evaluated by the community itself who is into the uh, DAO already. It's not that you know you pay let's say 10 atom and get the entry into the curation DAO. Um, that is something we are going to heavily evaluate as well because it, it it according to you know what we have researched so far it is definitely going to play a very critical role. That's great. Like, I think it's so important to be focusing on curation and that's one of the ways that you can protect the community and also just raise the level of, you know, of art and NFTs that are coming out for the community. So I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, the more and more as you guys continue on. I think we got Sisla back too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, what Acid Mantle, you know, what Stargaze, you know, what Iris did, and uh, you know, even with Omniflix, you know, we are playing our part to be able to push this ecosystem forward. Uh, of course, we are all learning and uh, you know, 
like we don't take that as an excuse to do something uh, wrong but uh, you know we are making sure we always uh, improve consistently learn and uh, uh, make sure we make the most out of all that's available to us yeah is there anybody out there that has any questions that wants to come up here on stage feel free to request the mic I know there's a couple uh nft fans out there i know you got questions uh, if you're afraid just feel free to dm us uh, we will ask the questions for you um, but if not we've got some uh really really big brains up here to ask your questions so don't be shy oh and one thing guys um for those that don't know <clears throat> twitter spaces only really works if you have like the twitter space app and if you're on your laptop you you can't come up here and request to speak unless if you have some sort of like extension that allows you to do that go ahead welding if it's your request uh so sisla uh let me go back to the royalties so uh earlier i was hearing you speak about royalties you know that is another game changer uh the royalties will be 50 percent to stakers right so basically the stakers will receive the royalties that's what you said right uh actually i'll i'll just uh, reiterate on that uh so royalties can, are is something that can be set by the creator of the project themselves so creators and their team you know will receive royalties uh there is nothing in it for stakers you know flick stakers but nft stakers you know that stake part of you know that are part of the creators collection no, they might might not receive it depends on the creator uh, whether they'll receive royalties or not right so that is from a royalty standpoint uh, yeah I, I, I hope i answered your question i'll just go into details about uh, splits and marketplace commission as well okay all right uh, thank you very much i was just that i misunderstood a little bit but okay thank you appreciate it mary mary you there hey i am you still have a question for sisla um, actually, my, my question was, um, more so related to Kronos and EVM compatibility running on that and how that might differ from FMOS or if they're essentially the same. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can answer that. Um, uh, but I've, I've heard that the, uh, you know, not the Kronos team, but like the crypto.com team also worked with the EVMOS team to be able to put together you know uh, some of the stuff uh, i'm not too sure but uh you know yeah that's what i've read on twitter and you know elsewhere like everywhere thanks if, if so i just, may yeah. yeah um you know i've from a you know i i operate chronos news and so i have a top-down view of all things that happen on this ecosystem um and there does seem to be you know some people that might not know the full extent of you know cosmos ecosystem and and what it's planning to do and so they see um another evm compatible chain um built on cosmos uh you know evmos and they see it as competition and it's just not uh you know it's not true at all there there is collaboration behind the scenes um you know, and both blockchains don't have to be utilized for the same uh, things as well. Uh, and that's the beauty of Cosmos, right? You have different blockchains um, with different functions. So, you know, although they do share the same structure um, and they are both EVM compatible and IBC enabled, um, there, there's different reasons to use uh, either chain. 
Um, at the moment, you know, Kronos is a little more developed. Uh, I believe Evmos has not launched yet. Um, but it, I just want to stress to people that may be Kronos native in this chat, there, there is not a, a competition. Uh, that's, that's the beauty of Cosmos. It's all collaboration. Um, and, and yeah, I hope that provided you with more insight into Kronos. And if you, if you ever want to learn more about it, uh, you know, feel free to DM me. Um, and I, I've got some, some write-ups and docs that I can, uh, I can shoot you over. Thanks. I will. Thank I didn't want to keep her waiting too long, but Tricky and Eric, go ahead, guys. And Cicely got a rug. Let's get him back up real quick again. <laughs> so funny. Man, Twitter Spaces is like such an amazing thing. Like it really is, you know, like bring, we're able to do this. You can bring people from all over together so easily. But uh, yeah, man, these rugs, they're, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're rampant. And the desktop, uh, you, like you stated earlier, um, I don't know why that hasn't been optimized yet. Uh, it, it sort of sucks. It's because they were prioritizing those NFT pictures, man. Yeah, uh, actually, test test uh, from you know who earlier worked at Interchain is now leading the efforts around uh, NFTs within Twitter. So you know we already have Cosmos representation there. So yeah. Oh, that's going to be nice. So then we might see uh, Cosmos ecosystem be one of the next integrations into Twitter here. Then That'd be fun. Because it'd probably be a lot easier for their devs to work with a lot of this stuff that's going on in Cosmosm, considering it's Rust. And that's what Jack and Twitter like to develop into. So that's very interesting. Is there anybody else out there that has any uh, NFT questions for uh, Sisla? You know, or maybe even uh, Aslet Mantle while we've got them up there as well, too. Feel free to request the mic. Maybe send a DM if you're afraid to ask. I just want to say, Sisla's been a big trooper. He's been up here two hours, which is insane. Thank you so much for staying here this long with us and answering all of our questions. No problem at all. You know, the 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 rugs by Twitter, you know, they didn't stop. <laughs> That's right. Can't keep you down. So, yeah, I mean, if there is nobody else that uh, has any more questions, um, then well, it's, uh, thanks, Cecil, for his time. Uh, like I said earlier, make sure you give him a follow. Make sure you give OmniFigs page a follow. And uh, if you need to go back and replay the space of all the alpha you dropped for OmniFlix, uh, we have it recorded, so, so don't worry. Um, but, yeah, so, Cecil, uh, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. Like I said, you're a trooper. Two hours answering all these questions. Uh, you know, giving us all this info and just connecting with the community. We super appreciate it. Super appreciate your time. Um, so, you know, like it's been two hours, so no, feel free to, you know, if you have to go, you can, no pressure staying, but if you want to continue to hang out with us and just chit chat, you know, we'd always love to have you. So we appreciate you. Hey, uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you for doing this. Uh, you know, every time it's here, it's it's always a pleasure. You know, we too learn quite a lot. Uh, and the questions that were asked, you know, they were quite in in that sense. You know, they they were quite uh, genuine, and they were uh, you know they actually bought out things that we haven't shared before. So you know, that's a great uh, example of you know, the kind of discussions that are in, enabled through these spaces. And uh, you know, like I always say, you know, uh, thank you guys for doing this so consistently. The consistency is the key here. Doing a Twitter space, you know, we can start a session, you know, get people. That that is all possible, but doing this consistently week after week, day after day, every week, 
you know that is something that i really appreciate you know with what you guys are doing and uh, a huge fan of uh, this work and believe it is needed in the ecosystem right now so yeah all the best uh, yeah i'll i'll have to get back to work uh, so you know i'll i'll take your leave for now but you know we'll be back with more news and uh, you know exciting stuff about omniflix yes thank you so much yeah we'll let you get back to work and you know after you guys launch and there's more things going and there's more excitement and more things to share you know we'll uh, i'm sure we'll have you back on here soon thank you sisla sorry about yeah. getting launched <laughs> it made it no problem at all. Everyone, so I'm sure everyone's drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. These, these, like rugs don't stop us. You know, yeah. Everything to push us even harder, right? Like to take it to the next level. So, yeah. Thank you all. Uh, thank you for the lovely questions. Very nice uh, talking to all of you. And uh, see you all soon. Yeah, talk to you all soon. Peace, Bye. Man. Bye. Hey, before Cicela, before you take off, I have a quick question. Everybody, hey, please. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I'm at work. I love love the space. In it all the time. Invested in it. Love all you guys sharing the information. Public wealth of knowledge. It's freaking awesome. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, I've got bits and pieces of it because I am at work, so kind of tuning in and out. Um, as far as like the NFT ecosystem within Cosmos and it and the interaction that it's going to have like between let's say Stargaze and Stash and Omniflex, how um, and I don't know how this is really going to like how this interaction is going to work, but like with the private metadata um, on the secret network, for instance, how is Omniflex like tackling that kind of integration as far as like communicating? or unlocking that secret metadata um, in like sales, if that makes any sense. Yeah, um, may, may not be directly with sales, uh, you know. It can also be a case where, you know, an NFT uh, or a game can uh, maybe utilize uh, uh, you know, NFTs on all three networks, you know, Omniflix, Stargaze, and Secret. So in a way where, say, for example, right, like there might have been an NFT that's originated on the Omniflix network. You know, we don't use Cosmosum at this point in time. But once we have Cosmosum, right, we should be able to interact with NFTs directly on or interact with the Stargaze and the uh, Secret networks. And if the game that's actually utilizing these NFTs wants to have a private metadata for an Omniflix NFT, what they can do is, of course, the NFT would have been issued on the Omniflix network, right, first. And then they can interact through IBC and Cosmosum with the secret network. And there is uh, another NFT or, you know, this NFT, the ONFT might be robbed and it moves over to the secret network with private metadata that can then be, you know, sold on a, on the Stargaze marketplace or, you know, Asset Mandel and some of the others as well, you know, later who, who all, if they support, you know, this format of uh, interaction. So it is not a case where it is not possible now. It is just that, you know, there's a lot more infra that needs to be built uh, before you know that can be enabled so yeah it is quite possible and you no know, great question because you know we see nft 
projects primarily going multi-chain, right? So multi-ecosystem NFT projects. So it's not just uh, like punks, you know, was issued only on Ethereum, right? Uh, hello. Hey. Q, are you there? Did you hear him? Yeah, yeah, I picked up everything up until the end where we're not just quite there with the tech, but uh, yeah. I think I, you stopped at punks. I think you stopped at punks. Yeah, punks was the at last punk? thing I picked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Like punks, you know, they were issued only on Ethereum, although they moved to say, I think Solana, you know, board apes issued on Ethereum, moved over to Tezos also, you know, fractionalized on Tezos. Right. So these are examples of single chain projects, you know, going cross chain. But, you know, we'll probably see Cosmos NFT projects go take the multi-chain strategy by default, you know, adopt that by default. So you'll have a case where a project will announce probably that they're dropping on all three networks, right? So, and so on and so forth. So that is the uh, model that we see, you know, uh, taking life. And that is also probably a model that will work well for, you know, both multiple networks as well as multiple creators in the space. Yeah. Super cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. Uh, thank you for the question. All right. Sisla, we'll let you get back to work. We super appreciate you. And uh, thank you for answering that, that last question too for Q. That was, uh, was big. So, okay, no problem, bro. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Yeah, bye then. Talk soon, Sisla. If anybody uh, has any more questions for Sisla, uh, give him a follow. Maybe shout him out on Twitter. Uh, but you can always find him in the Telegram room for OmniFlix. Uh, so just go in there, uh, tag Sisla, just any of them. And they'll, we got Super down there, too, who's super responsive. And it's always active in the group. So... If you have any questions of them, they'll they'll uh, they'll find a way to get back to you. So uh, Mary, I think she left. Dang it! I was gonna say maybe she could uh, if she had any more follow up questions for Kronos News. Now would probably be the best time since uh, <laughs> she had Kronos, but she's gone. So Kronos, yeah, I don't know. Maybe do you want to go into a little bit more about uh, the, you know the token and the, the recent uh, rebranding and everything that's been going on? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know, as uh, some of you know, uh, about two days ago, uh, they rebranded um, Crow, or it was called Crypto.org token to, to Kronos. Um, and, you know, it was a little convoluted uh, using a token uh, not called or not really related to Kronos um, in any way besides the fact that it's what you use for fees. Um, and so, um they changed it to to more uh, emphasize, you know, what we're building on Kronos right now. Um, and, you know, also just so that uh, people that are Kronos native wouldn't get uh, confused. Um, there's it, it's it's not really super technical, you know, it's just a name change. Um, but it is uh, a step um, in the in the right direction for, you know, uh, a greater recognition of Kronos. And, and that's something that I sort of wanted to touch on as well. Um, you know, I frequent, uh, you know, uh, Cosmos Twitter often, um, mainly because, you know, at, through an IBC channel, we're also connected to the ecosystem. Um, and uh, it, it does seem at times that that uh, Kronos is a little disconnected. And I'm not sure if that's on part from Kronos users or vice versa. But, uh, you know, I, I do try my best to highlight the connection uh, to um, our, our followers because I, I, I do believe in 
um, the power of Cosmos, and I believe that Cosmos is is the most viable L1 um, for decentralized finance out there. Um, and so, you know, I think that educating um, the people that follow me and, and, and letting them be aware of this is very important because I think that they're missing out on a whole ecosystem of ecosystems. Um, so, you know, we're, we're proud to be a part of it. Uh, we take great pride in it. Um, and, and I think that that's really what, uh, it's, it's sort of a bull case for, for Kronos as well. Uh, we believe in Cosmos. We believe that, um, that Cosmos will do great things. Also, I wasn't sure if any of you guys caught it yesterday, uh, but there was a report that came out that the entire total value locked of Cosmos is actually $17 billion, uh, making it the second most um, valuable L1. Um, and it's funny because if you go on, on DeFi Llama, um, you can't find any of this information. You can find uh, Co- Cosmos Chain. You, you see Osmosis on there with $1.7 billion in total value locked, but you don't see uh, the full TVL. Um, and so that's interesting. I think that that it's uh, people people still haven't opened their eyes, at, eyes yet, um, and they, they, they haven't really uh, dabbled in Cosmos yet. But uh, I'm excited to see the growth going uh, into 2022. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-parter IBC Gang Lounge. This one's got the Cosmos Spaces. It's got the Sisla. It's got the Omniflix Network. It's got a bunch of other stuff I probably didn't even listen to because I was editing. This one was recorded Saturday, February 19th, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay. Checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows. But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, mother. The fucker step the fuck back Doing a little magic Pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday And I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing Left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception The base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties These sums of money that go to the record label Per playback Can seem insultingly small Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent Each time someone listens to one of their tracks Leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist. Can't even say they're making pennies, pennies per play. And t-
Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But, for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund them. Pennies, 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 Another day, another lesson, living in the eighth dimension. Might be worth a little mention, living in the Great Depression. Got a real regal feel, reeling in another sucker fish. Out to make a deal, just to make a motherfucker wish. Aw, shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence, like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true. In the dark, eating bullshit up like a mushroom. In the lunchroom, just trying to laugh it off. Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog. Like a fake mate and call at the zoo. It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too. I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it. It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music. Spaces.